1: Mason and Ireland, Ramona Shelburne in for Mason today, Michael Thompson's hanging out with us, and um, sad news from the world of college football, Mike Leach passed away today uh, at the age of 61, he was a colorful character and then some on the college football scene, and as you've heard me talk about before, um, I'm lucky because one of my neighbors is Bruce Feldman, who's the best college football writer I know, and Bruce, among other things, wrote swing your sword leading the charge in football about then texas tech coach mike leach and bruce joins us now we're going to talk to him about that and some other things going on hey thank you for doing this man how are you
0: i'm doing okay how are you guys doing
1: um good um you wrote for the athletic today that writing leach's autobiography changed my career and my life how bruce what was that like writing the book with leach
0: well, John, when I got into it, you know, Mike had approached me about doing a book, and it really was, from my perspective, hey, this guy is such an outside-the-box thinker and so innovative as as he was having a big impact on football, not just college football. And I thought a lot of these guys in you know, the leech coaching tree were going to end up really um, – just elevating and, and going on to much bigger things. So I was like, this would be a great perspective to have on all of it. What I didn't know was, you know, midway through the process, Mike was going to get really, really sideways in a big feud with the Texas Tech administration and really um, the, the parent of one of his players, uh, Adam James, and that player yeah, was that was Yeah, that was James.
1: Craig James, the old SMU running back
0: the old SMU running back who was an ESPN broadcaster and and definitely had the ear of a lot of my bosses as an ESPN employee. And it got really messy, really fast. And, um, it just was kind of a surreal situation and it ended up like, I was the guy I never thought I was going to leave ESPN, but in the wake of everything that went on with Mike's situation, he ended up suing Texas tech. He ended up suing ESPN. And I was, you know, I was involved in that. And so I could never have imagined a, you know, a career after that or post (laughs) post an ESPN situation. Um, And there was times where I definitely wondered what is going to, how is this going to play out? Am I going to, is this going to be kind of be the end of my career here? Um, Because I just didn't know, like for a while, Mike was in limbo for two years before Washington state gave him a chance. You know, he, we thought he was going to get the, the Maryland job and they ended up taking Randy Edsel over him. And that proved to be a, a dud hire for Maryland, but just didn't know. And so, so much of how, you know, I was, I've been able to cover the sport, I think came back to a lot of the relationships and a lot of what I learned from all this time around some of these specific coaches. And that was a very impactful uh situation in a way that I never could have imagined it unfolding Um, just because I had this really unique insight into so many of these coaches you know who are part of Mike's world but also um, I think because a lot of people in the sport saw that I you know I kind of stuck to my guns and and kind of went with what I saw as opposed to maybe something that might have been a little, you know, I think, I think people ended up trusting me and sawing me as somebody that. Uh, stood up for the right thing and ultimately I think that ended up benefiting, you know, benefiting in the long run.
2: So Mike's personal story is is a fun one, right? He's a he was a lawyer, he never really played college football. He, his first job is what a $3,000 a year offensive line coach at Cal Poly. Or, I mean, he, he's got a, he's got a very non-traditional background in football and yet he's regarded as this genius football mind. Um, one of the, there's a million quotes and stories floating around social media today. And um, one of my favorites was like, he was always tell you these stories before the game. And none of us really knew what the point of the story was, but we always knew at the end of it that at least three receivers were going to be open on every play. <laughs> right? Like he's just a genius football. How does somebody with such a non-traditional football background become the sort of genius offensive mind that so many people credit for with changing the game of football?
0: I think it really has to do with he sees simplicity in a lot of things that a lot of football coaches almost want to try to make harder. And Mike mm-hmm. has a way. He's, he's a, a, you know just amazing in terms of how he views a lot of things in terms of he is so curious. Most football coaches, in fact, I can't think of any other football coach will just stop and talk to strangers and will be very engaged in anything. It's like your typical college football coach, you know, they are so much type A personalities and have life with the blinders on just to look straight ahead. Or maybe they're going to focus on recruiting now and this later. Mike is not that way. He was the opposite. And, you know, he is very creative in the ways he would see things. When, you know, you were talking about like, his own athletic career. I mean, it wasn't like most college football coaches at least were were good high school players, Yeah, you know, and even the ones who didn't play really at all in college, they were still probably decent. Mike really didn't barely play in high school in a a small school in Cody, Wyoming, and but he was a youth baseball coach when he was a teenager, and this is kind of a window into how kind of the way his mind worked his team wasn't very good. They were in a big uh, regional tournament, and in the mountain region of the United States. And he was like, you know, we didn't even belong in there. But the only reason why we were in it is because our our uh, state was hosting the tournament, so they let us in it. And he created came up with this idea where they were going to have this ghost infield, where basically he stood at home plate with an imaginary bat and imaginary ball, <laughs> okay. and all the players. He, they hit imaginary grounders and pop-ups. And these guys were diving all over the place. People thought they were nuts, but the kids had a lot of fun and they got some confidence and they actually, you know, played really well. And it was just like one of his old coaches who had a son on that team was like, this guy's crazy, but he yeah. has like, a, there's a method to the madness and that's Mike, you know? And so when you, the guy you get, Seemingly is really, really undisciplined in how you know you ask him stuff. You get these really long, rambling answers and everything else. But what you what he knew enough to do is, hey, I'm going to keep my offense very simple, very you know very structured. If I want to add two new things this week, I got to take two things out. And so that kind of understanding of exactly what he wants and maybe keeping it to what he wants as opposed to what other people are trying to tell him, I think made it very simple and he had a vision and he stuck to it and he was disciplined in that it worked out great for him
1: we're talking to bruce feldman who co-wrote mike leach's autobiography mike passed away today after a massive heart attack he was the head coach at mississippi state and he's sure going to be missed um greg drew, uh, dug up something bruce and i want to play for you it runs a couple of minutes but this is what i loved about leach there was, you, you wrote a piece for The Athletic today, Bruce, where you mentioned that Leach was the most accessible coach in the history of football. I've seen, and you've seen more than me, but I've seen 50 Leach press conferences. No question is too absurd. Mike will never reject a premise. Here's a good example of that. At some press conference <laughs> along the way somewhere, somebody asked him, he was coaching at Washington State where there is a cougar for a mascot. Somebody asked, Mike, if all the mascots from the Pac-12 got into a fight, All right, so a cougar, a husky, a bear, a Bruin, a Trojan, a Sun Devil, a Wildcat, a Ute, a Buffalo, all got into a fight, who would win? And Leach goes on like this in-depth, <laughs> two minutes. Listen, this, this runs almost two minutes and he's actually like thought this out bruce this won't surprise you but it might surprise the audience here's mike leach
3: well first of all what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have we got to consider that i'm going to say the wildcats out uh the trojan is he does he have a horse or is he on foot does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword uh the Bruin definitely formidable um uh, another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's gonna get chopped down. Um or it's unless we're gonna go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. And then um the duck. The uh, duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh the husky no chance. Uh the beaver well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the uh, the Ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that Ute's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. And then, um, <clears throat> and, uh and you know you'd have to get one of those harry potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh outside stuff there um just as far as a beast alone uh a buffalo is going to be pretty hard to tangle with i mean a a buffalo's utterly outstanding well but but butch is going to have to be Clear-minded and crafty. I mean, Butch'll will, Butch'll will find a way. There's no question. The Kugel find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty—a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings.
1: So, Bruce, I'm guessing, and we're talking to Bruce Feldman, <laughs> that that doesn't surprise you at all because I've seen him do it on about 30 different subjects. You could ask him about. Marriage or or some absurd hypothetical you could come up with. Did you ever see him not engage in one of these?
0: No, the better version of that is we were out at a bar one night, and this is in Lubbock a long time ago, and he went through the coaching battle royal of head coaches (laughs) and he talked about Charlie Weiss. Oh, man. Heavy. He probably doesn't move very well. He'd be out in the <laughs> you know, like heart. He rattled off all these. The guy who was his like dark horse was he, he gives mythical powers to Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham is yeah. a great player at BYU yep. when he was a student there. I mean, that is his whatever the Chuck Norris, you know, right, that is right. his guy. But he he basically broke down this head coach's fighting football <laughs> tournament. Um, I don't know. This went on for that was two minutes. This one probably went on for twenty.
1: Oh, it's so great!
0: So,
2: I mean, he yeah. he's he he was he coached in like Finland. Did you, he wrote an, he wrote a biography a book on Geronimo, right? You write a book on yeah, he had great
0: <laughs> stories about, like, you know, you look over at his team in Finland and they're smoking cigarettes on the sideline. And what am I doing over here? And uh, there's a there's a great story that, like this is to me is a very Mike thing. Yeah. So I'm working on the book. We're in Lubbock and I'm out of practice. And I see this kind of disheveled guy in his, I don't know, mid 50s or, or like next to Mike as Mike is Mike's basically the offensive coordinator of his team. And he's kind of running the offense. And there's a guy next to him, and I'm like... So I went over to somebody, I was like, hey, is that a big booster for tech? And the person who looked around, he was like, oh, no, I think that's that homeless guy who around, hangs around the building. I think Mike <laughs> brought him out to practice, and he's just telling him what we do.
1: <laughs> Can you not imagine
0: Nick Saban
2: <laughs> doing Chip that? Chip Kelly? <laughs> no no, no
1: <laughs> Oh, that's a great well, so story. Why
2: doesn't he, why didn't he ever get a job at like a blue-blood school? Like, Why isn't he at... USC or Auburn or like because
1: of or
0: stuff like that. They they <laughs> do not like Tennessee came a little close to almost hiring when they had this fiasco of a coaching search and the AD was like I'm tired of getting turned down by these guys and he flew out you know discreetly to to the West Coast yeah. and met with Leach here and it was in December and. What ended up happening was Mike was on the Kentucky staff with Hal Mummy, and those guys were outsiders and they were kind of renegades. And Phil Fulmer in Tennessee was rolling back then, and they did not like each other at all. And Fulmer did this power play where he basically, you know, the equivalent of like hacking the uh, Achilles out of the, of the AD at the time, had a power structure struggle. The AD was gone. There was going to be no Mike Leach, and then he just rammed in his own guy, who was Jeremy Pruitt, who turned out to be a disaster hire for mm. the balls. I don't know. I don't know how Mike would have been in, if he would have done as well as his protege Josh Heupel has done there now, but I know he would have done a lot better than what Phil Fulmer did in that process.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bruce Feldman is our guest. Bruce, last thing for you: What's Mike's legacy? You mentioned that he's got a coaching tree out there. Is there anybody doing what he? Started and and was continuing to do it. Mississippi State will will you mentioned Josh Heupel? Does he have a tree? What what when ten years from now? What will we be saying about Mike Leach?
0: I think we will say Mike Leach's coaching tree will as, be as fruitful or as impactful as any in football. I, I mean, I think Mike's legacy is way beyond college football. It was you look at what happened, how the game was in Texas high school football changed in large part because of Mike. How it changed in the seven on seven world, in large part because of what they did, um, and then you see all these guys. We have one right here in our backyard, in Lincoln Riley. Now Lincoln doesn't do things exactly like Mike. His personality is quite different from Mike's, but Lincoln is a disciple of Mike's, and he took what he liked from Mike, and I think he built on it. And you have all these other guys, and there's come in waves of it, and because Mike was so accessible. You know, there's the guy who was um, the new offensive coordinator at of Wisconsin was at North Carolina, Phil Longo. He never coached under Mike, never wore the same, you know, polo shirt. Right. But he spent hours driving to Lubbock to learn Mike's system. You know, you see okay. it all over the place. Mm. And I think it's only going to keep growing from there.
1: Well, thank you for doing this. I know you're getting a lot of calls today. And, and I my guess is this will spike uh, sales from the book. I know you wrote it 10, 12 years ago, but um, I, I think a lot of people want to read it now. And I know it's a it's a kind of a solemn day for you, but it's fun telling stories about him and, and fun uh, playing these old clips of his. And, and thank you uh, very much, Bruce, for taking the time to do this with us.
0: Thanks, guys. He was really, you know, he was one of a kind, and and I felt blessed to know him, and I'm I'm gonna miss him.
1: All right, thanks, Bruce. Have a great day. I'll see you soon. Um, that is uh, Bruce Feldman, who and we're talking about the passing of uh, Mike Leach today. It had, uh, had a, after a heart attack, and
2: Mississippi you know, State's now looking for a coach. I didn't I didn't know him. Um, I know all the stories, and I've been having fun on Twitter looking up all the stories. And one thing that strikes me on a larger scale is. How many people have stories about this guy? Yeah. Like a lot of them are just like they met him once but they have a cool story he about full, meeting him one time. He has a full uh, size pirate
1: in his yeah. office. I mean it just Bobby Knight
2: gave it to him. Yeah. I mean there was one guy who's like I met this guy one time. You know what advice he gave me? He said, if you ever go on a date with a girl, buy her a whole buy her a steak and if he eats the whole thing, if she eats the whole thing, marry her. Why? Just like, that's a good sign a of a real woman. Uh, you're A real, yeah. real woman. Or I mean, like, that's such a random thing, you know? But, yeah. th- like, he connects with people. Well, I remember there like, were- Like, re- clearly, even there they were just some random person mm-hmm. he meets. There were reporters <laughs> yeah. at
1: Washington State that sensed he would talk about anything, uh-huh. and they would go to his pressers and say stuff like, Coach, I'm thinking about asking my girlfriend to marry me. Yeah. Should I do it? Yeah. And Mike would go off for, like, three yeah. minutes. Oh, anything. On, on anything. So, uh, hail fellow well met- Uh, Mike Leach. Okay, I mentioned this earlier in the show. We'll get to it next. Someone is being criticized for doing something, and I don't think they should be criticized at all. I'll explain next. Uh, Mason in Ireland. Momo in for Mace. Michael's hanging out. ESPN LA.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Must be 21 plus and present in present select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
5: No, can I file a protest? Yeah, certainly. Nope. See that? There, there he goes. The banner. <laughs> he's banning my protest. <laughs> can we get Pepe to come on for my game of games? Pepe
1: I, and I lobbied come Pepe. On. Bergman banned it's not, it's not. banned. He can
5: do. He can come
4: on next week when you do your game. But, he lo- but he This he game does, is about he's... Jacob. Jacob comes on every Tuesday. Jacob will be here. We're gonna have the focus be on Jacob.
5: Well, he could be part of it. Pepe's like on the background. He just he, he looks so forward to it every week. Hey,
4: Michael, let's just let's just stick with Jacob for today, and next time we'll have Pepe.
1: Right now, the way it stands, I would have an Andy Kamenetsky do the game on Friday. But you can do it again if you want. You want to do the game on Friday? No, because my, my game in? today
5: is Boston and, and Celtic and Laker themed. Okay, since we got the game tonight. Okay. Yeah. And Pepe was so looking forward to it.
1: All right. Well, let me get this in real quick.
5: How um, do you say sorry in, in Spanish?
2: Lo siento
5: Lo siento pardon. Lo siento hey, I think I I got got in All in of us said lo siento And the guy that's actually Speaks
4: it
2: what said
1: perdón Perdón no, what's, oh. what's lo siento Yeah same thing oh, okay. oh, oh, lo, lo siento, lo siento like Pepe. Pardon me Excuse me um, bad, Okay So um, I, I'm i dumb So there's a lot of stuff I don't get
2: You got that clean or? <laughs> Yeah Okay Oh yeah <laughs> There we go um, well, this, is one, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is one of them um, I really like Bomani Jones I think he's a really smart guy I don't understand anybody, including Bomani, that is criticizing Dion Sanders oh, from going from Jackson State, where he was coaching at an HBCU, to get five to six times more money going to coach at the University of Colorado. But here is Bomani making an argument, and then I want you guys to react to it.
5: There's room to criticize him for the way that he has left and for the fact that his initial rhetoric is not in line with his
1: ultimate. Ramon, well, what would you have him do? What, what would, would I, you
5: have the man do? Oh, well, I wouldn't have come in in the first place and said that God sent me here to fix HBCUs and God decided that in the middle of it you were supposed to leave? <laughs> Right. I mean, like the thing I've said is maybe God wants 10 percent of five mil and not 10 percent of three seventy five. If God can do math, I can understand why it is. He sold a dream and then walked out on the dream. People have the right to be critical of that. I I
1: disagree, Michael. I don't think people do have the right to be critical of that. He did more for HBCUs than anybody I can think of. Uh, You know,
5: don't pay attention to people like Bomani. Okay, this is ridiculous. First, first week black people. First week complain we don't get jobs. Nobody's hiring us. Black man gets a great job opportunity not at criticizing him. They don't know what they want. I say we should know. You know, this is ridiculous. I agree with you. Bomani, whatever you're making, let's say it's a million bucks a year. Somebody gives you a better job making
1: eight million a year. You're going to turn it down? Hypocrites. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. And I think the example, Ramona, that Dion said is he, he put that Jackson State on the map. Yep. He made a winning program. He got him clothing deals. He got facilities yep. built. Exactly. He got assistants yeah. hired. He elevated the entire HBCU community. Totally. And he did it all in two or three years, and now he's being rewarded yeah. for what he showed. I think it's a great oh, example please. of if you work hard and you succeed,
2: you move up. I, I can't think of one thing I would criticize Dion for here. Can you? No, I, I, I was... He, it was he was going from making three hundred thousand to five million. Yeah,
5: people like just... I mean, just, they just,
2: like I, I understand know. the the point of turning his rhetoric against him. Like God put Please. me here to do what? I, well, he kind of
5: like, did, and a bad opportunity came along. Yeah, and that's did how, his job. And that's how the world was like. Exactly. I generally
2: think, uh, you know, who your real friends are when people are happy for you when you move on when yeah. you like move to something bigger and better. Right. So we've all had jobs where you know, we moved on to this job. Okay? Including Bomani Jones. Where we came from. Okay? Right. So for me, it was, hypocrite. For me, it was, I was at the LA Daily News. Uh, I had a great time there. It was my hometown paper. I really, I learned a lot there. A lot of friends still there. And then I got a job at ESPN. And that's like a pretty automatic yes, right? Like, you exactly. now you're going to the big leagues. You're going to be on right. TV. You're going to be on- It's a promotion. Yeah, it's a been biggest rewarded. platform in sports. <laughs> and I'll Michael, tell you what. Michael, I think
1: I would criticize Dion if he didn't yeah.
2: take yeah. it. I so
5: what's wrong with you? Plus, yeah. he told Jackson State's players, listen, I'm only here for a short term. If a better job opportunity comes along, I think I'm going to move on well, and take
2: like, it. I have people who I, I know were happy for me. They were like, I'm genuinely happy for you. And there's other people who, like, I moved on and they weren't nice to me. Exactly. They didn't even say, congrats. because they're
5: jealous. They were jealous. Yeah, but and, it's,
2: it's weird. I see them now, even. And you're like, hey, what's up? Remember when uh, we used to work together and it was fun and we were friends? Those people
5: got problems. Just, and I, and just I just, away you, you just kind of,
2: like, learn how to move past that yeah. but that to me I don't like tearing anybody down like I have a friend right now she's thinking about she might get another job that would be where we wouldn't work together as closely and I'm like bummed about it because she's a friend of mine right. right. but I'm also really happy yeah, for her if this
5: is what she wants because I yeah. improve her life my goodness make like some Ramani more money Jones's. get some
2: more opportunity good yeah. for you
1: if they, just got, they just look for stuff yeah. to complain I know, about it's, it's weird like if my favorite part about my job—I've said this before—I'm yeah. not just saying this because Michael's here—is that we get Michael and I get to do this together. I yeah. mean, it's really fun to do the games with him. If you got a job next week, if some network offered you or me millions of dollars to leave and we left, I—you I, yeah. have to sure. take it. Yeah. yeah, of course. I'd I miss mean, you, and yeah, I, I wish right. you all the best. And right. I can't blame you. I, I, this, oh. this criticism and Dion De- uh, drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah. I, I what? Yeah. I mean, the guys and, being, then,
5: he, and then he's then this. Bo Monty's mocking him because of his belief in God and stuff like that too. That's that's that's, that's I think, another thing
1: too. I think, I think God did play a role and it it's helped. Probably did. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> all right. Coming up next, um, Jerry Rice, the Hall of Fame wide receiver, maybe the greatest wide receiver of all time, said something about Kyle Shanahan that I can't imagine is true. But I'll, I'll share it with you guys, and you can tell me. And then coming up in a few more minutes, uh, about 15 minutes from now, Michael's Game of Games. Uh, it's Lakers, Celtics related. We've got Lakers and Celtics for you later tonight here on ESPN LA. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for Mace, Michael hanging out at ESPN LA. You want to do a mini game of games?
2: Yeah, let's go. Sure. All right,
5: the NBA has put names on their awards for the best player categories. Yeah. The MVP trophy has a new name for it. It was named after the NBA's first what? The first founder of the NBA, the first commissioner, or the first owner?
1: Uh, I think it's first commissioner.
2: The, it's a trophy for what? MVP. It used to be. They it used they renamed it, it the Michael Jordan
1: Trophy today. Yeah, it's the po- it was Maurice Porter. Very good. So you guys just
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. What was he though? Was he the first, first owner first commissioner. commissioner, yeah.
5: The defensive player of the year will be named after Matumbo, Wilt, or Hakeem.
1: Elijah.
2: Right? Yeah.
1: We did all these earlier. Oh you did? I yeah. We do those,
5: yeah. All right, never mind. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Michael. How about this one though? That's right. If they added the car yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly, true. Greg. Thanks, Greg. Uh, you should have it on in the car. I think Greg probably ratted uh, me out if they added You
2: know what? You might I, be onto something. I know, there, Greg. No, no, you know why?
1: Jacob wants that parking spot, oh. so Greg
5: got you out of there. That's true. Yeah. If they That's added true. the We're put Jacob there. If they added yeah. the most freakish athlete award, who should get it named after Shaq, LeBron, Giannis, or Ja Morant? Oh, the freak, the most freakish athlete. One of those four, because those are the four most freakish athletes it, we've ever seen in this as league. As
1: good as, and everybody on that list is worthy. Is it? It's LeBron. No, LeBron. You know, somebody, LeBron 100%. Nobody has ever had that. Package of size, speed, and skill. I what think? about a
5: three hundred pound Shaq when he came in the league? Remember how athletic and fast yeah, he, he was. Shaq doesn't shoot threes like LeBron. True. He
1: doesn't run the floor like LeBron. He but he was so big and powerful. I don't think and he over. was ever all defense like LeBron. Yeah. I you know, I, it's LeBron.
5: Hmm. If they added the most handsome player. Yeah. League would it be named Rick after Rick Fox? Me? Well, okay, Rick Fox. That's settled. It.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to squeeze yourself in there. Yeah, I was trying to Rick squeeze
5: me in there. Rick, me or Reggie Theus? I was going to say Reggie. Remember, remember Reggie Theus? No, of course, yeah. Yeah, Reggie, he was a pretty boy.
1: Yeah, Reggie Theus was a good-looking dude. Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I made reference to this a minute ago. Jerry Rice, the Hall of Fame wide receiver, after Debo Samuel got hurt in the Niners game against Tampa Bay on Sunday, they they ran up kind of a weird wide receiver up the middle play and Debo got bent backwards. And now it looks like he could be out for a while. Um, Jerry Rice, Rice tweeted this, please stop running our skill players up the middle. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, and now Debo all hurt. Suggesting that Kyle Shanahan is partially to blame for getting these guys hurt because of the way he's hmm. using them. Is Michael is that a fair criticism or is if you're the head coach is your only job to come up with plays that gain yards and score touchdowns. Well,
5: that is a great Jerry Rice. So who am I to argue against him? But no, I don't. How can you avoid injuries? In the you can get hurt going out of the sideline, along the sideline. Look at That's how Bo Jackson hurt his hip yep. all, along the sideline. Yeah.
1: total non-contact, and they think he might be out for the year. Yeah. yeah.
5: So Jerry Rice there's no way you can protect against that kind of I stuff. I was
2: watching. Um, I was watching the first of all the, the other the other issue with the Kyler Murray injury is the turf there. It's not natural grass in that stadium. Well, who does, has who has it, natural? Is grass? Is it field turf? Yeah, yeah it's like an r- artificial, artificial right. turf. No, now.
1: there's some grass stadiums. And they're arguing. Green Bay has it. In. Who else? Um, it's very rare. Yeah, but I think it's more. The Cowboys in-
5: so far. Fe- no, they they have field turf. Huh. Uh Yeah, the Cowboys don't have natural gas grass. It's, it's very uh, rare. A lot most huh. I'd be, out of 32, 31 stadiums. I bet you 26 wow. or seven of them have uh, that artificial stuff. No, it's stuff. not that bad. Yeah,
4: 16 have
5: real grass of 30 oh okay so jacksonville so half,
1: but that's a good point if 16. half do and half don't because yeah. there's 32 teams right right yeah so it's exactly half yeah i uh field turf though if you guys ever walked around on field turf it's not like the old no, it, turf. it feels like field grass turf feels like grass yeah. and you're ended on rubber i mean yeah. it's not like it's it's not like you're you're, you're playing on linoleum yeah you know it, it just kind of works out that way um all right, coming up next is Game of Games. It is Michael's game. Uh, Jacob is scheduled to be here, although I haven't seen him yet. Well, if Jacob doesn't get here- uh, You better call Pepe. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Pepe's be call probably Pepe mad out of the at Berg, bullpen. No. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Pepe won't be mad.
5: Um, He'll blame me somehow.
1: Hey, uh, I wouldn't want to get
2: Pepe mad at me. no. Well, what are you talking about? Pepe's been mad at Michael for 20 years, and <laughs> it's funny. I feel like you like, put a curse on your family. Or <laughs> you know? yeah. No, no,
5: no. <laughs> Pepe <laughs> knows cartel
1: members.
2: <laughs> he does not. <laughs> Please. All right, so kind uh, do you want to tease
1: this game? What do you got? Is it Lakers-Celtics? Lakers-Celtics
5: uh, game of games today. Multiple choice.
1: All right, so that gives everybody a chance. Momo... Is leading hey! in the month of December. Really? Wow.
2: I've been here a lot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure. filling
5: in for Mason, huh?
1: And ours two. Everybody else has one. You can take a commanding lead today. And Let's my, go. Michael and I are pretty much gone Where for the rest Jacob? of this month. Is so Jacob supposed to be here in studio? Yeah. Well, if yeah he, tr- he
5: said he was coming earlier today. Okay. So.
1: So if uh, But if he doesn't show up, we will call Pepe Mantilla.
5: He wants to be on NBA player time. He ain't here yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, NBA players are never on time. Really?
2: What? I thought they had to be on time.
5: No, not when, they, not, not when they're catching a plane, making us wait.
2: Although, Michael
1: had a great line. He said that if Magic and Kareem were already on the bus, they would just leave. <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's oh, true. yeah. They ain't waiting <laughs> were, for me. Yeah. If they, so you better be on the bus bef- before. If one of those two guys, like I get that feeling with our team, too. If LeBron and AD are on the bus, yeah, we're too, leaving. That's too right. I, that's why I get there half hour early all the time, no matter what. Do you really? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, me we too. We all do. Michael gets there like an hour yeah, early. Yeah, hour early. Because he's coming from a lot yeah, Stu, Stu, yeah. Stu gets there like two hours early. Wow. Um by the way, Michael, did you hear Stu's response to what he said if I uh if I dumped a bucket of water on oh yeah. his head? Yeah. I'm gonna need the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> that's a great answer. All right, game of games coming up next. Uh Mason and Ireland ESPN LA. All right, Mason Ireland, we got game of games coming up, but before we do, on the day where Mike Leach passes away, I told you he would give you advice on anything. We found this. This runs about two and a half minutes. This is Mike Leach giving advice on whether or not you should get married. Check it out.
3: Well, it's so it's too late to rescue you. Uh, the uh, the best wisdom that I can possibly give uh the best wisdom i can possibly give on that subject nine days and it's a little late you should have come to me sooner um the uh my wisdom would be uh you you have to stay out of the way now yeah and i wish you a very happy marriage and i'm sure you'll have one but uh, i'm just telling you uh when it comes to marriages uh, the women lose their mind your fiance is going to lose her mind your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. Your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their mind, and um, and they're going to they're going to barrage you with constant questions. What should we wear? And then, uh, which of course, my answer was, I don't care. And then, uh, what color should the invitations be? I don't care. Uh, what should we have for dessert i don't care should we seat this this way or that that way i don't care but see i don't care is not satisfactory at all and you're going to get caught in a catch-22 and i'm certain that you already have and that catch-22 is well i want you to be a part of this too uh so what color invitations um all right the blue ones well, I kind of like uh, I kind of like the tan ones. Okay, the tan ones then. Oh, you're just saying that because uh, 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 you want this over. With. You're not even thinking about it, which is of course true. And then, um, well. Uh Uh, What do you want for dessert? I was thinking of strawberry shortcake. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, strawberry shortcake would be good. Well, what about the blueberry pie? Well, I like the blueberry pie. We could have the blueberry pie. Well, I thought you said you wanted the strawberry shortcake. And it's just gonna go back and forth, and they're gonna play keep away from you until uh, after you're married. So what you need to do is you need to work late hours, work late, be, be very nice and supportive, and um uh but but they're going to play keep away from you and, and there's no answer you can give that is going to be satisfactory or correct and if you successfully uh, please a few of them the others will still be oh well i just don't feel like he's that interesting yeah okay so so you need to work late uh go in the back room and read a lot of books uh uh you know uh you have to go uh take the groomsmen out so you make sure that they march in just right and they know exactly you know these swell outfits that you picked out or whatever however you're doing it um and in the end you'll wish you eloped but um uh nevertheless you need to find uh you need to find um excuses uh that they'll buy uh to be as far out of harm's way as you possibly can, and uh, but uh, take comfort in knowing that uh, once the ceremony's over, um, that uh, you know life will get progressively better from there, even though there's some adjustment.
2: Uh, all right, what do you think, Momo? I think that's that's classic Mike Leach, like just super deep dive. It's also <laughs> the way he delivers it.
5: Yeah. It's a
2: deadpan. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's just very deadpan (laughs) the way he'll he'll go. Like,
1: give you his two cents. I don't
2: care. I don't. Well, (laughs) well, you want the blue one or the tail? Like, like. Also, I tend to tell long stories, John. Yeah, long stories, and people are like, "Oh my God, Ramona, get to the point." (laughs) Yeah, get to the point. But he's so entertaining in the way he tells it. Yeah, Yeah. which
1: way he's going. Uh, all right, Jorge, hit the Game of Games open.
2: All right, no Mason today, but we do have the
1: man himself. Jacob Abrani has just arrived. Jacob, how are you?
6: I'm doing fantastic. How are you, John? All right,
1: good. Uh, I, I assume, I probably should have asked you, but I assume you'll be there tonight?
6: Uh, I will be there tonight, Okay, yes.
1: so you're a big Laker fan, Lakers, Celtics, and Michael, that is the theme of today's Game of Games, is it not?
5: Yes, I see Jacob. Where's Ronnie? I always think about Jacob and Ronnie, but Jacob and Ronnie. All right, Jacob, you are taking the place of a very good player today, Pepe Mantilla. Here we go. Celtic Laker trivia, Jacob. Multiple choice. The Celtics have how many retired numbers? 18, 22, or 24?
1: I know they have a lot. Jorge? Uh, The middle one. 22.
5: (laughs) 22. Uh,
1: Greg? 24. Momo? 18. Uh, I will say 24. I'm with Greg. Jacob? I will go with 22.
5: It is 24.
1: Ooh, Bergman and I got it.
5: The Lakers okay. have how many retired numbers? Nine, 12, or 13?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Greg? Well, that's tough. 12. Hmm. Um, Ramona? Nine. I'm also going to say nine. Jacob? Nine. Jorge? 13. It is 12. Ah. Hey. Did anybody get it? I did. Okay. Yeah, Greg got it. Greg got the lead then. Right.
5: The Celtics are are how old? 70, 74, or 76. Hmm, this one is you, Ramona. 70, 74, or 76? How old are the Celtics?
1: 76. I'll go 74. Jacob? I'll go 74.
2: Uh, Jorge? 76. Greg?
1: 74. It is 76.
5: Oh.
2: Yeah. It was, it was wow. the 75th anniversary last year, right? Right. Yeah. So this is the 76th year, and I think they were one of the Same question. Who got, that,
1: who got that right? Me. Uh, I Mono. did. Okay. And, and Jacob. Jacob, Jacob yep. Okay. The
5: Lakers are, are how old? 74, 75, or 73. The Lakers, 74, 75, or 73?
1: Uh, this one is me. I'm going to say, I should know this, I'm going to say 75. Jacob.
6: It is 75. Uh, uh, Jorge. <laughs>
2: yeah, 75. Uh, Greg.
4: I'll go with Jacob, 75. Momo.
2: I think 70, what's the low one? What's the, what was the first one? 73,
5: 74, 75.
2: 3, 74, 75. 74.
5: It is 75.
6: Oh, uh, everybody they, but they, Momo. They I'm written, just trying
2: to make up some ground here. They
6: haven't written on everything this year. Oh, do yeah. they? Yeah.
2: Yeah. In okay, game, one down.
5: of the NBA Finals in 1985. The Celtics beat the Lakers so bad on Memorial Day, the game came to be known as what? Memorial Day Mauling, Memorial Day Massacre, or Memorial Day Madness? Mauling, Massacre, or Madness?
6: Jacob. I'll go with Massacre. Jorge. Massacre.
2: Greg. Massacre. Momo. Massacre. Yeah, everybody is, got that. It is Massacre. I know that one. Yeah. How many
5: players have won a ring with the Celtics and Lakers? Zero, two, or three?
2: Oh, this. I know this one.
5: Zero, two, or three won a ring with the Celtics or and the Lakers? And the Lakers. And the Lakers.
2: I can name them even. Now, wait a minute. Is is it, Ramona, it, you, you go first. Is it players? Don't make me <laughs> go first. I'm
1: going to last. Like, for example, Bill Sherman won as a player with the Celtics. Players. Players. We're talking about okay. players. So Sherman would not count. No. Okay, this is Greg. You're first.
5: Give me the options: again. zero, two, or three. Three.
1: Momo.
2: You want me to go? You want me to go? Yeah. I might be wrong. A, I don't going know. Going I think I know. I think the answer is two.
1: Uh, I also think the answer is two, and I think. Don't name them. Okay. I think don't I know who it. they are. I
6: know. I think I do uh, too. Jacob. I will go with two, two. I think I know All the right. names.
1: Jorge.
2: Yeah,
6: two.
1: It is two. Okay.
2: Jean Rondo. And Rick, Rick Fox. Fox. Uh, he, no,
1: Rick Fox never won a ring oh. with the Celtics. It's, oh, I was it's, wrong then. Uh, yeah, it's a guy. Okay. It's a guy. From well, the, I got the right number no, then. <laughs> no, it's the guy. No, 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 no. Oh, Rondo
5: okay. was one of the players. Okay. The other player played for the Minneapolis Lakers. Oh, his first name was Clyde. What was his last name? Hmm. Lowell, Lavelle, or Lovellette? Uh this one is Momo.
1: What is it again?
5: Lowell, Lavelle, or Lovellette? What was his last name?
1: Lovellette. I also think it's Lovelette Uh Greg. Or I'm sorry, Jacob. Um, I don't even know. I guess I'll go with the people who know what they're talking about, Lovelette. Okay, uh, uh Jorge. Yeah with the crowd. Uh Greg. It is Lovelet. Lovelet, it is. Hey, okay. hey, so, glad to make me go first. <laughs> <laughs> score update Gosh. score update. Bergman six, uh, Ireland five, Jacob five, Jorge four, Momo three. All right, keep going, Mike. Bill
5: Russell has 11 rings. This Celtic is second with 10. Who is it? Sam Jones, Casey Jones, or Bob Cousy?
1: Uh, this one is Momo first. Hmm. Sam,
5: Casey Jones, or Bob Cousy?
1: Casey. I'm going... To, wait, now, do, do... Is coaching rings um, count? No, players' okay. rings. What's
5: wrong with... He keeps asking me about coaches. Well, because Casey Jones... <laughs> yeah, Casey I know. Casey Jones won a ring as a Talk about Celtics, players.
1: Players, players. I'll say Sam Jones. Uh, Jacob. I will go with... Uh, Sam Jones. Uh, Jorge. Like one more. Casey. You're going Casey Jones. Greg.
6: Sam Jones. It is Sam Jones.
1: Uh. (laughs)
6: During
5: a a Celtic Atlanta game, a fight broke out and a Celtic bit the finger of Tree Rollins of the Hawks. Was it Bird, McHale, or Ainge?
1: Uh, This one is me, and it just sounds like Ainge. I have no idea who it is, but it sounds like something Ainge would do, so I'll go Ainge. Jacob.
6: Yeah, I think it's either between Mikhail or Ainge, but Ainge is the one who's more feisty.
1: Yeah, I'll go with a, Ainge as well. Okay, uh, uh, Jorge. Ainge. Uh, Greg. It really sounds like Ainge. Momo.
2: I am behind, so I am going to say Mikhail.
1: It is Ainge. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what happens in this game. You have to, like, pick Many walk. Greg,
5: you're still up <laughs> by one. <laughs> now, many players who played for Boston are in the Hall of Fame, but how many drafted by Boston organically are in the Hall of Fame? 10, 12, or 15?
1: Okay, this is you, Jacob. I uh,
6: will go with ten.
1: Uh, Jorge, twelve. Greg. Twelve. Momo, fifteen. God, I gotta catch Bergman, and this is a no. chance. But I think it is twelve. It is fifteen. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, there was thirteen retired numbers. Uh, yes. you Gotta be. Re- you gotta be in the Hall of Fame to be right, retired who numbers. It's say be twelve
1: besides Momo. Anybody? Mean. 15. 15. 15.
2: Okay, did anybody else say 15 beside you? No. Okay.
1: Same question for
5: the Lakers. How many organic Lakers are in the Hall of Fame? 11, 14, or 12 who got drafted by the Lakers? 11, 14, or 12?
2: Who's first?
1: Um, Who went first that last time? You did, so it's me. Um, 11, 14, or 12. I'll go 11. Jacob? Uh, I will go 11. Jorge? I'll go 14. Greg?
2: 11. It is. Tw- wait, 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 Momo. wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I'm going to say 12. 12. It is 12. Oh! Yeah. Right, you're That's
1: the only 12. one that got that right, right? Okay. All right.
2: Two more. Doc- oh, there's nine players. in are entire numbers. It's got to be like.
5: Two more. Dr. Buss bought the Lakers for how much in 1979? 30 million, 20 million, or 40 million?
1: All right. Bergman's got the lead, so we'll have him go first.
4: 30, 20, or 40 million? It wasn't very much. Uh. 20 million
1: uh okay who's next it's either me or jacob okay i'm gonna go 40 jacob i'm gonna go 30, 30. okay so we got a different answer jorge 30 ramona
2: so this is a strange way that you phrase this yeah, because he, he, paid bought, he bought 67 million right. the, yeah. so the lakers
5: were valued at what at that time
2: 30 20 or 40 okay so it's the kings the land deal and a bunch of other stuff and the lakers Twenty, thirty, 30, or 40? I'll say 20. It is 20. Hey! Hey! Uh, All, right. All right,
1: Bergman, you got it locked All up. Right. All right. We'll do the last wait, one. Wait,
2: how, wait what's the score?
1: Uh, Bergman has nine. You have six. Bergman, <sighs> I have seven. We're only doing this last this one. That's why Bergman, I went against, I should Bergman, go against the green. Bergman
2: won.
5: Which, <laughs> which team <laughs> so leads bad. in most team gear sold? Boston, Lakers, or other?
2: This year <laughs> or
5: ever? Yeah, this year.
1: This uh, leads yeah, in most going, team gear. I'm going other. I think it's the Warriors.
6: Jacob. I'm going Warriors are, yeah.
1: Might be the Lakers. Momo. I'll say Lakers. Greg. Lakers. Right. Lakers. It is other.
5: And it's not the Warriors, it is the Bulls.
2: What? Really? sell really? the most team year. years. That's
5: right. Okay.
1: All right. That was all a good right. game. That was a good right, game. Right. Uh, uh, Pepe would have beat all y'all. Jacob, <laughs> what do you think happens tonight?
6: I think Lakers are going to come out strong. Yeah. I think you know they're going to follow what happened on the road. They're back home. They're feeling good. This is a good way to tell all the naysayers who think Lakers are going to come back to reality. That reality is that we're a better team than you know we were in the beginning of the
1: season. So I think they're going to come out. I, I, I hope you're right. And I think uh, Anthony Davis has a chance, Michael, to really go nuts tonight. Oh, yeah. Blake Griffin expected oh. to be starting at center <laughs> for the Celtics. Hey, he did
2: all right last night. Yeah, no. but he's going against Zubats. Yeah. That's a big was, difference. Zubats? Thank okay. you, Michael. That's big
5: exactly difference.
1: right. AD, yeah. AD Ramona has been playing like a guy I know. He's the we'll best player in the game the
5: last month. AD's, AD's the best right. player in the right. game right. last month. He just,
2: right Embiid, he just went right up against Joel Embiid, and I thought Joel Embiid was better than him. Well, Joel Embiid at 38. Uh, Zion's been pretty darn good, AD too. AD 32. About, yeah,
5: and AD got in foul trouble and still ended up with 32.
1: I know. I love that. All right. Jacob, thank you for playing. We'll see you tonight. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Jorge, hit the Super State. All right, it is time for Super Cross Talk, and that guy on the bullhorn you hear is the one and only Scott Kaplan. Wow, Kaplan's here. that was a, a windup Sedano is here. Michael Thompson's <laughs> here. Ramona is here. We've got a full house. And I want to start with this, because I, I wanted to wait until Sedano was in and on a day where Michael was here. Um, there was...
7: You want me to tell the stories about Pat Riley telling me how much of a wimpy he was at practice?
1: Me? Well, uh, well, no, don't, don't start saying that, trick because he'll break out the pictures That's of right. him, the photo he carries oh, with him shorts. all the yeah. time. I've yeah. seen it. He carries it in his wallet. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> no. So there's been a lot of debate, guys, in the NBA over what happened in New Orleans over the weekend. Uh, Zion Williamson did oh. a windmill dunk at the end of a game that had already been decided, and Phoenix got really mad. Oh, yeah, you know what
7: Phoenix got really mad about? They lost. That's why they got really mad. Because but, but Mike Bridges did the same exact thing to them last year to the Pelicans, and the Pelicans didn't cause this no, ruckus. No, I mean it a is, bunch it, of
5: babies. Ireland. Yeah,
7: go uh, ahead, Cappy. I- Cappy, tell tell John what you said yesterday about the Suns on our show.
4: You know what they need to do, John Ireland? What's that? check themselves yeah i mean come I'm on with dude. you really like like you're you're that <laughs> upset oh they're younger and they're in first place and they disrespected us because yeah. we're like we're championship contenders
1: yeah. how dare they they hurt my feelings because he dunked it last play I, oh, I I can't. oh i don't i don't get any of these unwritten rules oh, I hate, I hate guys. Hate like unwritten for example rules. dude anything wrong <laughs> i'm uh cap i'm yeah. up i'm up eight nothing in the eighth inning of a baseball game I'm not allowed to steal?
5: Yeah. I'll lay down a bunt.
1: Right. Come hey,
4: on. guys pitching a no-hitter. We're in the seventh or eighth inning, and I decide to bunt my way on. Uh-huh. Oh, you can't do that. Right. You're um, not allowed to or, bunt.
1: Or, taking it a step further, Yeah. Uh, I'm up, I don't know, I'm up 10. Mm-hmm. There's 24 seconds on the shot clock and 30 seconds to go in the game. Yeah. Where does it say I have to... Take a shot clock violation. and, right, and
5: dribble shoot. it out,
7: right. Yeah. Why yeah.
1: can't I shoot? No, you shoot. I don't have a problem with it. Me either. I wouldn't have
7: a problem with I was on the other
5: team.
1: I it, wouldn't care. It,
7: here's my response to that. Don't lose. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Or if you don't like Zion doing a windmill dunk, stop him. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so... What am I not getting, Momo? Generally speaking... I, I ran it by Stu Lance. He didn't like it. He oh, goes, please. if you've already won the game, win the game. So what? The game's right. over.
2: Generally speaking, I would say I don't like it. Yeah. Because... I, I I don't I like to celebrate, etc., but that felt like rubbing it in. So, it felt like and and if you've done a lot in your career, you can do that at the end of it. You, you can do things here and there and get away because you've won a title or you've you've been an all-star, or you've been whatever. Zion has not done enough to she, me to get away. However, Zion or, I mean, is I'm what saying. the people in New Orleans have been waiting for mm-hmm. for yeah. years. Yeah. And he's finally healthy and he's bawling. Yeah. And to me, you cut that kid some slack, man. But you y- let that guy go because he's been waiting, he's been hurt, you're at home, the fans are excited to see him. At some level you have to have a recognition that there are fans who pay good money to come out and see this kid and let him have a little moment. Now, generally speaking, like I I come from a school where it's like, Don't act like you've never been there before, but they don't haven't. celebrate before you haven't won they anything. Haven't. They have
7: it. That's the point, is that Zion is a kid, the, that team is full of kids, and they have it. So you know what? They should act like kids because they, they They should act like they haven't been there because they haven't been there. And yeah. by, again, nobody made a stink about this when Mikhail Bridges, who had been there already, had been to the finals, did that to them last year. Nobody made an yeah. issue about this. Let me ask
5: you a question, Ramona, yeah. then Captive jump in. You think the paying fans in uh, in New Orleans enjoyed that dunk? Yes. Oh, hell
2: well, yeah. there you go. Well, Case, I closed. Closed. Case close. I said. The fans have been right. waiting to see this for two pissed. years. They're just
7: pissed because the Pelicans are not afraid of them. Right. That's right. The Pelicans have been in their in their crawl mm-hmm. um and they've been underneath their skin going back since that playoff series.
2: So there is there's something about um, my generation, your generation, George, that, and maybe maybe your older generation too. Like, yeah, you old. older. Yeah. Who well, you calling uh, uh, older? Older. Yeah. I didn't say older. old. Older. 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 Yeah. You know, John <laughs> is in between. He's okay. not as yeah, old yeah. as you. That's right. <laughs> well, you pay your dues. You climb the ladder. You have an appreciation for what it took to get there. Yeah, and I think that. Um, that is not the typical path people take now. Like nowadays you walk out of college, you're covering the Lakers in two years. Like you don't have the same, like George and I, we we probably have stories, right? Yeah. You have better stories than anybody. Yeah. Going to where, where Beaumont, Texas, Texas, whatever Beaumont. I've worked everywhere. I mean, I've hopped over fences at, you know, have you you ever sent a story from the, from the coach's fax machine in the office, right? Like late at night, have you ever kept your stats on the high school football game? Like if you, if you've done that, that means you've, come up a certain way in this business, yeah. right?
7: Somebody's yelling at their radio, okay, boomer.
2: Okay, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a boomer. Okay? But there's, a, See, there's something also- off, doesn't it? You call somebody a boomer. Uh, uh, I get the, pissed too, Ramona. Yeah, I'm not, definitely not a boomer, boomer story. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there is, like as much as I can be- a little aggrieved when somebody makes it real quick and they don't necessarily have paid their dues or whatever it is. Yeah. This is the way of the world. Yeah. This is how it is. Yeah. And you either get with the program or you're done. Like you either adjust or move uh, like you're 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 out of touch. Yeah. Now you
4: remember last year what was the kid's name George? The, I, when they the Lakers were playing, I believe it was the Pistons. Oh, Isaiah Stewart. And this kid gets in LeBron's yeah. face. Yeah. And i'm like whoa hold on a second here <laughs> you're going at lebron like that wait yeah, yeah. come on and 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 Jordan's like it. no dude they're competitors what do yeah. you like i think that's a child and that's a grown man yeah. and this is a guy who who the whole league is about and you should have some respect for him and it's like these young kids man in the nba like zion they're not they're not afraid about, right, no. No. it's not like memphis last year
2: with the warriors not afraid chris Paul. not afraid
4: not, I don't care and you know what the, the warriors Phoenix did
2: Suns. they beat him. yeah like if you don't like the young kid who's got a little attitude or sense of right, entitlement, right. Or whatever you want to call it. Yep. If you don't yeah. like it, beat him.
7: Yeah. And by the way, I like a good Latino in, uh, you know, in the NBA. So I'm big on Alvarado, oh, yeah. and I like the way he plays. I don't. He's care. like yeah, the he's most. Tough.
2: He's like. He's the fan like the favorite. new Pat Bev. Yeah.
7: He's that's what he is. He's the new uh, Pat Beverly. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, let me
1: throw a hypothetical unwritten rule of football. At you, okay. All right, Michael, I'm up forty-two to nothing. Yeah. I have emptied my bench and put in all my backup kids. Hmm. Am I allowed to throw deep?
5: Hell yeah! Yeah, because she's trying to stop me, ain't you? Have you stopped playing defense? Have well, you stopped playing up, defense? Up, yes or no? No, not, no, no, no. Just I'm answer up the 40, question. To <laughs> I don't care. Have you stopped playing defense <laughs> not, and trying to tackle me?
1: I have not. No. Well,
5: there you go. So the game's still on with my third stringers. Go have fun.
7: Listen, I remember I my first college football game ever. Okay, and I know USC fans will like this story only because is it, this
1: USC UCLA? No, 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 no. Okay,
7: my I, I wasn't here when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, it was. Miami, Notre Dame, okay? Yeah. And I know USC fans obviously hate Notre Dame. So, it was Jerry Faust's last game. It ended up being his last game. He got canned. Jimmy Johnson was did that. This is a nationally televised game. Brent Musburger, CBS, the whole deal. What are we talking here, 86, 85? 85. 85 no. at the Orange Bowl. They're up mm-hmm. like 42 to nothing. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's puts in the second stringers, and they're scoring. And then he puts in the third mm-hmm. stringers, and they're scoring. And Jimmy was asked about, like, They were talking about, like, uh, you know, we thought they should have some humility, you know, to not embarrass Jerry Faust. And Jimmy was asked about it after the fact. And he said, hey, man, I put in my second stringers and third stringers. If they couldn't stop those guys, that's their problem, not mine. Exactly.
5: I agree with that. Man, grow up. Where's Joan Rivers when we need her? You should tell people to grow up.
2: <laughs>
5: I don't think she's around.
7: Honestly, oh, no.
2: when I look back at all the moments in my life that are the biggest character-defining moments, it's always those moments where somebody would have said, "Grow up." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I had yeah. to like grow up, and yeah. be a big girl. Right. Grow up. I was like, yeah. "Hey, be a big girl. Come on." That's Come right. On. Most, Get-
1: in my opinion, most unwritten rules are stupid. Yep. Yes. Um, I, you know, like if- I'll give you one. Do you remember? Alex Rodriguez ran down
7: the first baseline and slapped the ball out of, was it Bronson Arroyo's hand?
5: Yep, Um, And everyone freaked out about that. Yeah. But... No, no, he was running, he was coming around third, it was a pop-up, and he said, I got it, I got it. No, that was another one, he did, it was against the A's, and that was Dallas, Dallas Braden did that, right, and
7: he said, I got it, I got it, and the the ball dropped, Dropped. right, Right. but he did also the thing on first base where he tried to knock it out as he was, it was a playoff game, Right, so he's trying to get the ball and jar it loose, like, how do you feel about that one? Good for a It was fine. Yeah, I had no issue with either. Yeah, I don't and know, baseball if you players can, don't like that. Win if you can, like it. loses. <laughs> but baseball players are the ones with the most unwritten rules. Oh yeah,
2: it's a little bush league.
7: What? But that's also—I mean, listen—I'm going to try to win at all
1: costs.
2: I mean, yeah. it's like it's like How Michael. Is, it's the equivalent of like trying to you know like slap the ball out of somebody's hands when they're taking the ball out of bounds. It's okay, like
1: okay. you got to do it. What is I don't wrong mind with that? what is wrong with this basic credo? Play as hard as you can all the time until the game's
7: over, and do everything you can within the rules to win. The real rules, not the unwritten ones.
1: Yeah. Ah,
4: okay. I mean, Good if I'm playing as
1: hard as I can all the time until the game is over, Yeah. regardless of the score, what's wrong with that? Uh, okay, Would you, you play as hard as you can. That's you played, fine. You, but... you played uh, yeah. softball at a, at a high level. If you were in a game and you were down 11 to nothing uh huh. and it was the eighth inning and I, I draw a walk. Sixth
5: inning softball.
1: Okay. Right. Sixth inning. Okay. I draw a walk. Point of information. You got any problem mm-hmm. with me stealing second up yeah, 11 to nothing? I wouldn't do it.
2: Why not? It's just it's just bad car. It's bad, it's bad sportsmanship. It's bad karma. Wait,
1: can you not come back in the final yeah. inning and There's score no twelve runs? There's no clock.
5: I, I don't like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Like
5: if somebody did it to you, you would, would you be
2: offended? If it's Eleven runs. No, I wouldn't be offended. I just think they're a jerk. Michael,
1: if the Lakers Wait. are up 40 mm-hmm. on the Celtics with two minutes to go, yeah. should they stop shooting threes?
5: No, no, but you put your third stringers out there. But Right. Should they stop shooting no, threes? No, not at all. So okay. let me give
7: you an exam, a real life example, a real-life yeah. example. This past weekend, my daughter Aria plays in a girls' eight-year-old uh, eight league. Okay? okay. And we were... We, we we picked a yeah. team with her friends. We wanted her to play with her friends. We want them to play together. And there there are a couple of girls who aren't like in the close group of friends, but they're yeah. in their class and they they're on the team too. And there a couple of the girls are really good, um, and some of them are. It's eight year olds. They're not all going to be good. So we played the one seed, and they play. The rules are weird. You can only start guarding at half court, uh, but you're playing full yeah. court. Okay, mm-hmm. is this is basketball. Basketball. Okay, and so. Everybody's got to sit out a quarter, too, because you only have X amount of kids, right? Right. So you're you're playing four on four, whatever it is. So we're down ten to two at halftime. And I'm like, I know the high, one
1: high scoring battle?
7: Yeah. yeah. I and you think I... your team's going on an 8-0 run anytime well, soon. Well, wait. So I said to myself, I know I've got one kid that can play really well. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I so I start just telling her, you get the ball and you keep dribbling right through them. Like, just get just right, to the, right to the basket and just go and shoot <laughs> yeah. the ball. And she, and there were three girls on top of her, and she was yeah. bigger and stronger, and she was getting the buckets. So we, we end up uh, within, like, a couple buckets in the third quarter. And my daughter was not playing great. She wasn't shooting the ball well, she wasn't defending well, she Are wasn't listening. You tell me you benched your I own benched daughter. my daughter. Bencher. I benched nev- Aria. I've, I've benched- never been prouder of you. I benched my daughter in the fourth quarter and I and I took my four best players and I said, "We're riding this." Now, we didn't win. We ended up losing by a bucket, but we came back down big because I was
1: Did, uh, did Aria understand? She totally understood. Dude, lesson learned for Aria. Yeah.
7: yeah. She t- actually she did great. She cheered her her teammates. But my point is this is that look, man, you got to do what you got to do. I bet you the I could hear the parents on the other side say, "Well, of course she's going to give it to just the
5: one big girl
7: to just score on everyone." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm trying
1: to win." Yeah. That's right. Michael, did you ever coach your kids growing up?
5: No, no, I always let somebody else do it.
1: Then were you? Did you
5: ever get so mad you went over and said something to the coach? No, I get mad, but no, I would just stay away from it. Yeah, you know? I, I yeah. got. Just, did you? I got strong armed into to this. Yes, do I got, I, but. Have, was, other,
1: have other parents been good or not? No, they have all they were great. They, they, okay. they were
7: all great. But I could hear a couple of people in the back going like, oh, he's just going to keep giving it to the You're big right. girl. Oh, yeah. And I almost turned around and said, yes, I actually am
1: <laughs> going to keep giving it to her because she's right. going to score. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so Dono and Cap are your Laker pregame show today. We have a 7 o'clock tip. Are you going, George? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. It'll be a good Se- game where you going?
2: I am. All right. Two nights right. in a row. All everybody right. Whoa. everybody in this room. Will I know. Be at crypto- You're back, Momo. Arena. I know. Um, You're back. It's gonna take me four days to recover from this. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, it's gonna trust me, Michael and I know. Do they still <laughs> have know. ice cream in the in the? Yeah. In, that's no, all I care they, about. They, they, to- they hey. better. Michael and I are leaving. Yeah.
5: I, I don't tell them about that media
1: food in Detroit. Ooh. Oh, and have they actually win. have a good spread there, yeah. you, Little
2: Caesars you, Arena. If George, I would hope so. They're,
7: they're they have not, like steak
1: and stuff, right? Yeah, they're not yeah. very good, but if you ever worked a game in Detroit since they win, I have. New I did building? a playoff game there. Yeah. I did against the Bucks a couple years ago. It is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah the spread well, is the best in the NBA. Saturday, the game was on Sunday. Bill McDonald wanted to call over there and see if the press room would be open yeah. on wow. Saturday. It's <laughs> the best spread
7: in the NBA, hands down. Wow. Do you know who used to be good? Boston. I've done playoff games there where they've had like lobster and stuff, wow. but not the last time I did a playoff game there. They didn't have that
1: anymore. Yeah, you no think that
4: Detroit does it so that everybody in the media from opposing cities comes in and has something really nice to say about yeah. being in Detroit? Yeah, yeah. It
1: must be because it's a pretty the, arena. Too. The team has the worst
7: record in the NBA and the best food. So and, you do and Cade out. is out, and you were right, Michael. You said it had to be more than just a
1: regular old yeah, shin injury. Had to be
5: because I've yeah. had shin splints so They don't take you out, keep you out for months. Yeah.
7: All
1: right, uh, Super Cross Talk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Sedano and Cap next ESPN LA.